Welcome to the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vizanar. In this podcast, you'll learn the strategies, processes, and mindset to take you, your teams, and your organization to the next level. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Ben Vizanal, and today we're talking about business growth and or growing your business. Uh, a lot of businesses, as we know, they reach a certain point, they stagnate, they grow, and they just stop growing. Uh, and or the other side of that coin is they never get off the ground. They never reach their full potential. And I was blessed recently and sat down with Michael Zapersky, and we talked about his tips and strategies as to why that happens and, of course, how to avoid that and get your business growing again, how to truly scale your business and help it reach its full potential and the next level. Now, for those of you who don't know who Michael Zapersky is, Michael Zapersky is the CEO of Consulting Success. He's advised organizations like Financial Times, Dow Jones, Panasonic, and many, many others. He's also helped 300 consultants from around the world in over 50 different industries add six and seven figures to their annual revenues. Yes, you heard that right, six and seven figures. He is one of the world's top authorities on growing a consulting business. His work's been featured in uh, Fox Business, Duct Tape Marketing, and many, many others. He's also the author of five books on consulting and business growth. And I've read a couple of them. Uh, check them out. They are chalked full of great content and golden nuggets. And with that, let's listen in on the interview. Michael, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Hey, so I obviously know who you are because I listen to your podcast. But for our guests that don't know who you are, Tell us a little bit about what you do and who it is that you serve. Yeah, my name is Michael Zapersky, and uh, I run Consulting Success with a a great team, and we've been uh, helping consultants to grow their businesses and really optimize their consulting business models so that they can get really clear on who their ideal clients are, develop a message that will really resonate and get their attention, uh, look at how to best structure and position and price their service offerings, uh, and also develop a marketing system that allows them to consistently build a pipeline of qualified people. Um, and we've been, as I said, doing that for the last 11 years or so. Um, and last 20 years, I've been really building um, our own consulting businesses uh, around the world. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we've had the, the pleasure of working with consultants in many different industries all around the world. Um, and that's what we do day in, day out. And the... Uh you know, obviously, I listened to your show. We talked about that a little bit before we got on, on the call here. Uh, tons of value, so definitely check out Michael's show. Uh, if, if you're in any, any kind of service industry, I think that you'll, you'll glean some value, no doubt about it. But you also are an author of three books. Tell us a little bit about some of those books, sir. Yeah, sure. So um, the first book is Consulting Success, and uh, same name as, as our business on the podcast, as you mentioned. That's called the Consulting Success Podcast. Uh, and Consulting Success, is, the book, is really geared towards helping people to start, run, and grow their consulting business. So for those that are newer to consulting and are looking for you know, a real proven roadmap and a system that they can follow step-by-step to get into consulting and then establish them, themselves and start to build a consulting business, that's what Consulting Success is. And it's really the distillation and kind of... Um, you know, summary of everything that we've been doing over the last 20 years to build consulting businesses. Uh, we've learned 
lots of things that work. We've also learned lots of things that don't work. And so um, the whole goal of really starting the business from the beginning uh, was just to share and to help people so that they could avoid some of the mistakes that we've made and really apply the best practices so they can see uh, success faster for themselves. Um, and then the second book is The Elite Consulting Mind. Uh, and that's really when, you know, after working with um, about 400 consultants now personally through our Clarity Coaching Program and having about 7,000 people go through our, our training programs and, and products over the years, one thing that has become really clear to me, Ben, over that time is that there's a lot of people out there who, who know what they need to do, uh, but they're still not getting the results that they want. And so, you know, I, I really thought about that for, for quite some time as to, you know, why is that? And, you know, you can, you can have a lot of knowledge, you can even know strategies and tactics, but you're still not getting the results. How could that be? Uh, and what I identified um, through a lot of, um, you know, research and observation uh, and trial and error is that it's mindset. All right. So you need to, to have the right mindset in order to succeed. You can read lots of books, you can take lots of courses, but if you don't have the right mindset, if you're not able to see things in certain ways and to approach things or to bounce back, uh, then you're, you're going to struggle. And so the most successful consultants um, in any industry, anywhere around the world, their mindset is, is something that they work on. It's something that they're actively you know, um, finding ways to, to strengthen and to improve and to expand. And so uh, I identified 16 different areas that come up very common for the consultant or the professional services person. Uh, and for example, that might be around marketing or might, might be around their fees or might be around working with clients. Uh, and so we identified 16 of these and I broke those down by sharing stories from our own business experience, but also from our clients as to, you know, what those situations look like, what are, what are those mindsets and then how to overcome them uh, with ideas and principles and strategies. And then the most recent book that just came out um, during this, this time uh, in you know, kind of the COVID time that we're in uh, is called Act Now. Uh, it's how successful consultants thrive uh, during chaos and uncertainty. And I wrote this book um, in about three weeks. It went from start to finish, from kind of concept to getting it out there uh, and, and becoming a bestseller was about three weeks. And I did it really because I saw a lot of people, and I think there's still people right now who, who are, you know, very clearly feeling and understandably feeling overwhelmed or they're feeling anxiety or they're almost just kind of, you know, frozen like a deer, you know, with stuck in the kind of the headlights and not sure what to do. And so people then default to just waiting and hoping that things will pass. But, but waiting or hope is never a good strategy to build a business. Uh, and so what I did in, with that book is I went out and asked uh, six different thought leaders and successful consultants that I know people like Rita McGrath and Martin Lindstrom, uh, Perry Marshall, um, uh, uh, who else? Uh, I never, Josh Long, um, John Warlow, uh, Dory Clark, and ask them questions about, you know, what are you doing right now? What, how are you approaching this challenging time and this, this situation? What do you recommend? You know, what have you observed with past challenges and whether it's economic or, or health, you know, uh, issues that come up in the world? Uh, and what was very interesting is that a lot of the information um, and kind of way that people are taking action uh, is the same. And so that book is really just sharing the stories and the best practices, the strategies, the ideas and the principles that will not only help people to manage and survive during this challenging time in business, but actually to thrive and prosper. And because there's things that you can do right now that will actually set you up to make significantly greater progress so that when things do, you know, resolve or just um, get a bit better, that you'll be far ahead of, of everyone else who has not taken that time to do that. And they've just been kind of sitting and waiting and, and hoping. Um, and so that's why we call it Act Now, because uh, action is such a key part of it. Wow. So did you, let me ask you, I got a man, that's a lot to unpack there. So 
Let's start with Act Now. I guess we'll work backwards. So Act Now, did you did you already have the concept in your mind and said, I'm going to write this book, or did you this whole COVID thing may really just spark the idea for you to, to get started uh, on that? 100% COVID. It wasn't, was not even on my radar. It's, I mean, I actually have a different book planned that I've already written the outline for uh, that uh, that I haven't gotten deep into. But when when this thing hit, you know, our, our response, number one, was we need to support our clients more than ever. Um, and we run a family business. My cousin, uh, Sam, is my uh, co-founder and, and business partner uh, at Consulting Success. And we've, we've built and sold multiple businesses over the years together. Um, and so, you know, we, we work with our clients like, as a family because it's a family business. That's the way we view it. And so um, for us, we're always working closely. But at this time, you know, we need to, to step up even more. And so whether that meant uh, opening up multiple kind of office hours throughout the day to have more calls with clients than we typically would, or if it meant on a Saturday morning, you know, I remember just kind of walking out in front of my house, um, calling clients and, you know, all across the globe just to say hi and not talk business, not even to to talk about anything related to, to marketing or fees or anything like that. Just, hey, how are you doing? How's your family? How's your kids? What's going on? Anything I can help with? Just wanted to check in. Um, and, you know, that, that was very meaningful for a lot of people. And it just felt like the right thing to do. So we were spending a lot of time doing those things. But then the other part of it was that we need to lead. Um, you know, we all, including ourselves, are, are, you know, we look for inspiration, for motivation, for for ideas and people that can help us to see things in a different way, in a better way that can, you know, just allow us to, to continue moving in the right direction towards where we want to go to. And at, during a time like this, a lot of people stop. They just, they freeze, right? They don't, they don't move forward at all. Um, and so it, it was very important for us that we take, use this as an opportunity uh, to, to really demonstrate what, what we want people to see, right? So if we want our clients to, to be successful, if we know that what's going to help them to create the highest level of, of success and progress in their own businesses is that they need to they need to lead their clients right they need to demonstrate to the market that they serve that they're not just sitting around um, they're finding ways to create value we need to do the same thing and by through demonstration our clients seeing that you know we're jumping on doing a whole bunch of LinkedIn lives or we're sending out more more emails or I'm doing a webinar just Q&A no offer to buy you know to sell anything just just to help and just to serve by doing that right? That's demonstration to our clients that they can do the same thing. And many, many picked up on that and started to do that. Um, and they've seen great results, uh, you know, from doing that by serving their market. So the book, there was no plan at all for it. It's just, we looked and said, okay, this, this could probably help a lot of people right now. Um, and, uh, and that's why we created it. So we just, we, we, you know, we move quickly to get it out there. Um, and sure, looking back, there's things we could have done to make it better. Uh, but I'm a big believer in this idea of imperfect action and, um, it was really nice to see it, you know, become a bestseller pretty quickly and then stay up there for, uh, for a couple of weeks. And there's now been thousands of people who have accessed that book. And we, we actually made it, the book available uh, for free to people because this, this wasn't about trying to make money from, from the book. Uh, this was about, you know, just making an impact and helping people through this time because more than ever, I think it's important that during challenging times that we come together as a community and look for ways to support each other. And so that's really what the, the Act Now book is all about. Yeah, the, be- the best laid plans don't mean anything if you don't take action, right? That's, that's right, yeah. I mean, thinking doesn't create <laughs> results. Action, action does. Yeah, well, and you said, you said it earlier, and I kind of laughed, uh, when you said, uh, you know, hoping and wishing and dreaming are not a, not a strategy. They aren't a plan. But how many business owners, like, that's, that's kind of it. They have, a, they have a, a hope and a wish and a dream, and then they, they are shocked months later when their business is going under. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, I think that the other part of it too, Ben, is these days with all the different, um, you know, options that we have and shiny objects and new technology and just everything that's, that's out there, you know, social media and so forth. It's very easy to, to fool ourselves into thinking that we're, we're being productive because we can spend a lot of time doing things. Uh, but you can look up after, you know, one day or one week or one month or even one year in some cases and go, well, I've done a lot of stuff. Like I've been busy, but have I been, you know, busy on the right things? And so this is, you know, an application or a principle for, for every business owner, which is that, uh, you want to get very clear about where you're spending your time on, uh, because all things aren't equal. And it's really important that you're spending your time on the things that are going to move your business forward. They're going to have the greatest impact. This is where the application of the, you know, the Pareto principle, the 80, 20 kind of rule where, uh, 80% of your, your output or outcome or, or result will come from tw- just 20% of the things that you do. And it's not always going to hold true that it's 80, 20, might be 70, 30, might be 90, 10. But the idea is that most results come from, from, you know, a very focused, uh, effort, uh, and a very few kind of inputs. And so get clear on, where are the greatest, you know, what are those few inputs that create the greatest output and outcome? And if you do a lot more of that, you might find that you can actually spend significantly less time, quote unquote, working because uh, you're making a much bigger impact by doing fewer things, but you're doing the right things. That is a perfect segue, sir, uh, to, and it wasn't planned, but to talk about your second book. So when you talk about the planning part, and I know you got, you said 16 areas or 16 principles. Um, you know, mm-hmm. to help businesses, you know, scale and to grow. So let's talk a little bit about what do you, you know, we obviously don't have time to go over all 16, but what would you say for our listeners would be the top three or four things that they really need to focus on, have planned out, have a great strategy around so they can grow their business, scale their business, and then, of course, take that action? Yeah, so, I mean, this is kind of like what we take our clients through, right? And, and it all starts off with, with getting very, very clear about who your ideal client is, Um one of the, the greatest challenges that I think people have is narrowing in on who they truly want to serve. And they cast too wide of a net. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you are a retail business, an e-commerce company, uh, a consultant, you know, an accountant, whoever. Um, it, the, the more focused you are, the more that you can really define and distill down uh, and kind of crystallize who your ideal client is, the more effective everything else is going to be. And just a quick example of that is, if you say, yeah, I serve small business owners. Well, okay, so you know, what, what kind of message are you going to develop that's going to get their attention? Um, and compare that, let's just say that you're targeting, you're saying, I help small business owners you know, with, their, um, you know, with their accounting. All right, so that, that's what you do. Well, let's now take someone else that says, um, I help e-commerce companies uh, with, their, you know, with their accounting, or, or I help uh, small and growing e-commerce companies with their accounting. Now, if you're a, an e-commerce company and you're a small company and you're work, you know, you're growing, which message is going to resonate better with you? Well, of course, the second one, right? Because it's speaking to you. And so the challenge that most people have is that they cast way too wide of a net, uh, trying to you know get more people. And it's understandable because they probably can help a lot more people that you know different types of people in different industries and, and so on. But from a marketing perspective, if you really want to scale, if you really want to start to grow that you need to get very clear about who do you really want to serve and what do they truly look like? Because the, so that's the first part, right? Is to get very clear about who your ideal client is. The second part then is that once you have defined that and distilled that down, now you can develop a message. We call this the magnetic message. And this is really the message that gets 
the attention and, and interest of your ideal client that truly resonates with them. And it does that because it's speaking to exactly what they're thinking about. And typically that message is going to include three parts. The first is, you know, who is your ideal client? So it speaks to them. The second is what are the problems that they have and what are the results that they want? Uh, and that's what's on their mind, right? So when they're uh, on the treadmill or in bed or in the shower or driving to work or whatever it might be, like they have problems and issues and desires on their mind. So if you can speak to those, that's going to really resonate with them. And the third part, which is really critical, but often missed is why should they choose you? What makes you different than someone else out there? Uh, and you know, you want to look at all of your accomplishments, your results, your experience, your expertise, um, and make sure that's also included in your message. And so once you've done that, now you have a message that you can put everywhere, right? When you meet people and someone says, what do you do? You got that message. When, uh, when someone goes to your website, you got that message. When you know, they go to your LinkedIn profile, it's there. Um, and so now you've developed a message that will really start to resonate with your ideal clients uh, and you can start to do marketing much more effectively because one of the greatest challenges, Ben, that people have with marketing is they do marketing, right? But they don't have their message or their ideal client really dialed in. And so they go, well, my marketing isn't really working for you. I'm not getting results. Well, you might not be getting results because maybe your marketing isn't really focusing on your true ideal client and maybe your message isn't aligned with that ideal client. So you've got to make sure that those two first things are in place. Um, the third kind of next step that we would really want to look at. And this is, this is especially true. And I'm kind of um, connecting this more to those that are uh, in consulting or advising or, um, you know, even, even coaching. Uh, but if you, if you're someone that has expertise, um, we re- really, what we want to then look at is how do you take all of those years of experience and skill set and expertise and track record? And, and how do you, uh, you know, really start to package it and position it and place value on it? Uh, and then price it in a strategic way so that it really um, is what your ideal client wants to buy. And one of the greatest challenges with this part is so often business owners will create what they think the marketplace wants. And then they'll spend a lot of time planning it, designing it, developing it, um, you know, and then even maybe starting to market it. Uh, but they've waited so long to kind of like build and they've made a big investment. And this is something that, you know, a big mistake that we made many years ago, we spent over $20,000. So, you know, in today's dollars, I don't know what it'd be like $40,000 or something, but um, you know, we spent a a good chunk of money developing this, this new kind of online platform that we thought the marketplace wanted. And our our challenge was that we didn't ask the marketplace if that's what they wanted. And so when we actually launched it and we crowned in like all the features that we thought needed to be there, because we really wanted to make it great for people. But when we launched it, we found out that the market actually only wanted 5% of what we built. And so we had to then, you know, reposition it and, um, and cut out a whole bunch of stuff and then refocus it. And, you know, we, we lost not only a lot of time, and a lot of money. Luckily, we were able to turn that around and make it very profitable and, and sell that business years later. Uh, but the lesson that I took from that that I continue to share with people to this day is the importance of getting out there and having conversations. And so if you want to develop the right messaging, if you want to develop the right product or the right service, then you have to have conversations um, with people because the more feedback that you get from the marketplace and the faster that you do that, the, the more rapid you're going to be able to, to adjust and optimize and improve um, and shift your, your product or service offering to, to actually be what the market wants. And, and that's, that's kind of the, you know, the, the quote unquote secret is that the market will actually tell you what they want to buy. A buyer will tell you exactly what they want to buy if you ask and if you listen. Um, and then it's very easy to develop something that, is exactly what they want and it makes the whole sales process very easy because you don't need to actually sell 
It's here's what you told me you wanted. Here's what, you know, here it is. And people will be great. That's, that's exactly what I want. Oh, of course, I know it's what you want because it's what you told me, right? That's, that's kind of the concept or going on, um, you know, within, within the mind. Uh, but that's what we've seen work really well for clients over the years is that when you can start to really package and position and place value and price your offerings strategically based on the feedback that you're getting and then rapidly kind of iterate or adjust that, uh, it leads to a lot of success. And then just the fourth part in talking about kind of scaling um, or, or growth is once you've done those three then you can move on to what we call the marketing engine, which is really about now starting to get in front of your ideal clients more consistently with a lot of focus because you know who they are, so you know where to find them, you know what to say to them because you develop your message, you know what you, you have at least a hypothesis about what to offer them because you've, you've had some conversations or you've, you've really looked at the marketplace. Uh, and then now the, the next part is to actually get in front of them consistently, uh, but not with marketing that is all about sales and you know persuasion and, and pushiness, but rather about value and adding to that relationship uh, and creating things that, that actually w- w- have that person wanting you to come closer to them. Uh, because if we're talking about consulting especially or, or anytime when you're providing advice to clients or any kind of higher valued um, offering, people don't just buy that like they, they buy a pen or, or a pair of socks. Uh, they, they need to really think about it. It has to go through different channels of, of decision making. Uh, and so that relationship and uh, building trust and demonstrating real value is critical. I agree 1,000%, sir. And that was uh, all those things you just talked about are 100% gold. And, I, and I'll share a little bit. Uh, I work with brick and mortars, obviously, and you work with uh, more with uh, service industry consultants and, and coaches and things of that nature. But I use a very similar framework, right? I mean, it's, it's, very, it's very universal. Who's your ideal client? Even if you're a coffee shop, and, and I think a lot of businesses make this mistake, and I'm sure you see it as well when you, when you do consulting, is they think that everyone is their customer, and that's simply not true, right? Correct. I mean, everyone could be your customer, and, and that, that, that's why this part is so hard because it's counterintuitive to the, to the new um, you know, business owner or the new consultant uh, or just the person that's kind of new to marketing their business. Because the reality is, sure, you could work with and help a lot more people. But when you're starting out, the reality is you don't have the time, you don't have the resources to get in front of all those people. And if you, if you attempt that, then you're going to waste a lot of time, you're going to waste a lot of money, uh, and the messages that you put out won't be as effective because you would need to develop multiple different messages to actually resonate with each of those different people that you're connecting with because they're not all the same. And if you try and use a message that, uh, is going to work with all people, th- you're not going to have a message that works because uh, it'll, you know, it'll be too general to try and appeal to more people. And so I think the other mistake that I see and ob- observe quite often is um, you know, people that are new to, to a business, they'll look at a very successful business in the marketplace uh, and then try and you know, compare themselves to that and, and, and use what they see there. The problem with that is that that business, in whatever industry it's in, has, uh, has evolved uh, and made a lot of changes over the years to get where they are today. Uh, you know, if you look at, for example, a company like BlackRock in the financial space, well, today they offer many different funds uh, and many different types of, uh, you know, of equities or, or structures. Well, but when they started off, they offered, you know, a very focused type of offering. Um, and a lot of consulting businesses as well, when they start off, they're, you know, to, to get traction, to be known for selling in the marketplace, they need to be very focused. Now, once you've built out and you have a, a good uh, kind of base of, of clientele, 
uh, and people are coming to you and you're, you're established and your brand is, is recognized in the marketplace that you're serving, you might end up offering different services or different products or there might be some extensions. But if you try and do that from the beginning of your marketing, even if you've been a consultant or you know, you've been in business for a decade, but you haven't maybe had to market for a while because maybe you just you got business from referrals and your network and so forth. Now, if you want to start growth uh, and you know, really working on scaling your, your business and getting to that next level, then, then you need to be focused. Uh, otherwise, you're going to end up just spinning your wheels. Yeah, and, and to piggyback some of that, so, you know, and, and just to sort of recap, so we talked about that ideal client. You've got to know who that is first, and I use the coffee shop example because I've had a client actually tell me that, you know, everyone's my customer, and I tell them I'm not your customer because I don't drink coffee, believe it or not. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> my wife drinks it like it's water. She drinks a pot of coffee before she goes to bed, but I'm not your customer. So you really got to have those conversations with yourself sometimes and say, who really is my customer? And then, of course, the next thing which you touched on was um, what's, that, what's that message, you know? And, and I, I kind of distilled mm-hmm. it down to, to the who part. Then what's the pain they have, right? What's, what's the problem that you solve? And then why you? And that's an interesting part that a lot of people miss is why, why would they come to my coffee shop versus going to the Starbucks across the street or – to a different coach or a different consultant or a different service industry uh, individual or different account, as you were saying, like why do why do why why, why am I the accountant of, of their choice? So that's that's awesome. That's that's gold, no doubt about it. And then you talked about how to package that strategically, and that's that's sort of where the nuts and bolts really come into. That's how you make your money, right? That's how you you start to grow your business, in my opinion. To some, you know, once you got the, the ball rolling, would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, that, that's where your leverage is, right? So the way that you approach and, and decide what your business model is going to be uh, and how you really want to, to structure your business. I mean, that, that's the, the exciting part because uh, for anyone that's getting into business or is running your own business, I mean, you, you can make it whatever you want. Uh, just because you see one coffee shop doing something one way doesn't mean, you know, you can't do it a different way. Like a good example of that would be the typical coffee shop, right? You'd go in and you'd sit down almost like a Starbucks or whatever, obviously with COVID going on, right? We saw radical shifts. Uh, and so there's lots of coffee shops that uh, you don't just go and pick up your coffee. But in fact, some of those have actually been in different places. Like I know when I've traveled, for example, to Mexico or, or other places and walking down like little, little lanes, you might just find like a little small vendor selling coffee from the side of a wall. Um, and that's, that's what they do. So there's, there's always different models. You can, you, as creative as you can be means that you can, you can actually establish that. Um, and so when you look at your service offerings or your product offerings, this is really where you want to start thinking about, you know, what is the lifestyle that you want to have? How do you want to work? What level of growth do you want to achieve? Do you want to have a team members? Do you want to be yourself? Like, what do you really want? And then based on what you want, then you can start to structure your offerings so that uh, it supports that, right? So that you actually have a business that supports your lifestyle rather than a lifestyle that, you know, has to try and support the business. Yep. And, and so, so we've got the action part and we've talked about some, some, uh, you know, strategies, your best tips on, uh, you know, how to move your business forward and how to grow. So I can speak from personal experience and, and this is, I'm kind of like working backwards here with your first book. You know, when I started out in, in consulting, and, and you, to your point exactly, I've morphed that. I do so much more than that. That's why I call myself a business advisor. But um, I, I didn't know where to go, man. I, I was just kind of like driving in the dark in a big circle and, uh, you know, at full speed, right? I, I didn't know who my customer was. I didn't know my message. Uh, don't get me started on how much I spent on Google ads. Uh, that, that took me nowhere, right? I've learned a lot from my mistakes and a lot of my failures. But 
So let's talk a little bit about mm-hmm. your, your, your first book and when we talk about, uh, you know, getting that guidance. And obviously you have some products and you, you, you do the, um, you know, consulting success and you have the elite program as well. What do you, what is your, you know, best maybe advice for a new consultant or someone who's maybe a new, uh, new service provider in a new industry or just getting going? What do you suggest they do? Besides read your book, obviously, and get involved in your programs, what's your best tip? Yeah, I mean, the, the most important thing is taking action. Right. It's it's going out there and starting to talk to people. Um, you know, business doesn't need to be complicated. And unfortunately, people overcomplicate it. And I think, you know, so many of us have been guilty, as, as you mentioned there, Ben, of jumping in and just trying different things that we see or we hear should work. Um, and, and those t- typically tend to be tactics. But if you look at the, you know, the real principles of building a business, um, doesn't matter how far back you go in time. Right. It, it's about understanding what the marketplace wants and then you know, offering it to them. And the best way to do that is by having conversations with people. All right? And if you're selling just only online, it'll be a little bit different. But at the end of the day, you, you need a way to get feedback. And so you know, for someone that is new, I would say spend a lot less time focused on uh, you know, your logo and your website and your company name uh, and trying to have the best business plan in the world and all the colors right. Like don't, that stuff is, is fine and there's value there but it's not where you should put the majority of your time. It's not what you should be worried about. Um, the other observation that I, that I have is seeing a lot of people who try and get things, you know, they want things to be perfect. Um, and, you know, while that's admirable, the reality is there's, there's no such thing as, as being perfect. And the actual way to get closer to perfection is through having conversations with, with your buyers, from getting feedback in whatever manner that is from the marketplace that you, that you really want to serve. Because the more that you understand them, the, the faster and the easier it's going to be for you to actually offer them what it is that they want. So, um, you know, here for, there's going to be a different approach. If someone is, let's say transitioning, we work with a lot of people who, um, are transitioning from employee to, to consultants, um, or executive to consultants. And that's kind of one group. And so for them, right, there'll be certain things about looking at who are your past employers and vendors and colleagues and, you know, all the connections that you have and looking at how you can kind of leverage those to get things moving. Uh, and then we have the second group of people that we work with who already have established businesses and they're looking out to just move things to the next level. And so um, for them, you know, the, the strategies and, uh, and actions or approach would be typically different. But if we're really talking about people that, that are new, what I would say is, you know, think again about who do you really want to serve? Uh, how, how can you best help those people to get a result or to solve a problem that they have? Uh, and then don't worry about having things perfect. Just put it out there, start having conversations with people, ask lots of questions, listen you know, intently, and then based on the feedback that you get, then start to adjust. So you, you begin with the message that you think, and then test it. If it doesn't seem like it's resonating with people, or if you keep hearing someone say something different, then adjust more to that. Um, and as you do that, really what you're doing is you're making your messaging, your offering, right, you know, your business, your marketing better and better and better. But you can only do that when you're getting feedback from the marketplace. And so that's why I'm just a really big uh, proponent on the value of imperfect action because that's where you can really start learning what's going to help you most to grow your business. It doesn't have to be a Mona Lisa, right? You know, I, I saw the Mona Lisa um, in France, and I got to tell you, I mean, it was it was nice. And if you think about the history and all that, it was great. But I wasn't that impressed. <laughs> well, and I say, a friend of mine told me that very recently because uh, I have a book coming out. I'm going to do a shameless plug here, but I have a book coming out. And, you know, you get that imposter syndrome. You get that fear. I'm sure you've you released three books. You kind of know what I'm talking about. 
And, and, he, and that's what he told me. He said, it doesn't have to be the Mona Lisa. It doesn't have to be a Mona Lisa. And I'm sure he got it from somewhere else. And um, just changing that little mindset, um, you know, that, that perception just a little bit makes all the difference in the world. Um, like you said, because if you wait for it to be perfect, you're never going to get your business started, right? That's right. Yeah, or you'll just, you'll just, your actions will be so slow that you'll essentially be holding yourself back, right? I mean, each and every one of us has great potential, um, and usually the thing that determines how successful we are is not external factors. Those, the external factors is what most people blame because it's easy to, to blame and to try and find something that is holding them back. But the reality is what's holding everyone back is themselves. We all have the ability to make things happen and to, you know, to be extremely successful, uh, but we need to you know, make the commitment to, to that, to take the actions that are necessary to have the discipline to you know, build the right habits, um, to you know, push beyond where we feel comfortable. And when we do that, that's when we start seeing great results. Absolutely true, sir. Uh, Michael, as we start to wind down here, what else would you like to uh, share with our audience before we go? Is there anything else we may have glazed over or that we didn't touch on? Uh, I mean, there, there's, we could keep talking about lots of, lots of stuff here. So if there's a specific topic that you think would be helpful for your audience, I'm, I'm more than happy to, to go into it. Um, you know, we, t- we talked about the, the Act Now book, and I'm, I'm happy to just share with people in terms of if they want uh, to learn more about that or to get a free digital copy uh, that's available at consultingsuccess.com forward slash act now, uh, all one word. But yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else, Ben, that you think that would be of, of real interest to your audience that you want to dive into here today? Well, you know, not today because I don't think we have time because I, I really, 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 because I, like I, I do follow your work. I follow your podcast. I follow the show. And I, I, we're friends on LinkedIn, and I see some of your videos. You, you're very uh, authentic, and you are definitely uh, being very active but what I would love to have you back on the show about, because I know it's something that's very important to you and it's a topic you speak on a lot, is entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mindset, the mindset, and just in general, of anyone who wants to be successful. I don't think we have time mm-hmm. to dig into that today, but I would love to have you back on the show sometime to, to talk about that, because I think that's really where, as you, as you just kind of alluded to a few minutes ago, that is really where it's, just, it's the differentiating factor between being a successful business owner and not successful business owner, in my opinion. So I'd yep. love to have you back at some point and talk about that. Uh, well, we've covered 100%. a lot of ground. We've talked about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we've kind of hit the nuts and bolts of uh, some, some great stuff. There's a lot of golden nuggets, a lot of impact here. I think if people took notes and they just follow just some of the little tips you gave them today and then obviously read your books, I believe they'll be 10, spe- 10 paces ahead of most everyone else who's just getting started. Um, for, for our listeners that uh, want to reach out to you or learn a little, little bit more about what you do, where can they find you, Michael? Yeah, so the home base is consultingsuccess.com. Uh, we've got um, about 1,000 uh, articles there that you can access for, for free. There's the Consulting Success podcast or up to about 150 or so uh, episodes of that. Lots of free resources. And then, as you mentioned, uh, we have uh, our program called Momentum for New Consultants uh, and then Clarity Coaching for those that are looking for more customized and kind of personal support with their plans and, and growth. Uh, but I'm, I'm be very happy to connect with people as well on LinkedIn. Um, so just, you know, type in my name there. And uh, one thing that would help, I get a lot of requests, um, is just put a little note in there. Like, let me know that you, you know, you, you heard on uh, Ben's podcast here. Uh, that'll help because I, I tend not to just click accept if I don't really know where those people are coming from. 
Um, and so I always appreciate a, a little short message just shows that you've taken a little bit of time. So, um, so yeah, send over a little message and I'd love to connect. And yeah, if there's anything I can help people with or they got any questions, just reach out and be more than happy to. Appreciate that, sir. And I'll make sure I'll put all those links in the show notes and obviously the link to the uh, free digital version of the Act Now book. Definitely go check that out and check out the work that Michael's doing. Michael, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, Ben, a real pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. And to all our listeners, I hope that you learned at least one thing today to help take you to the next level. Hey, thanks for listening today. For more episodes, make sure to click the subscribe button below and check out our blog for other impactful information that might be of interest to you at vizanotconsulting.com forward slash blog. That's Vizanot, V is in victory, E-Z, I-N-A, consulting.com slash blog. If you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at vizanotconsulting.com. That's podcast at vizanotconsulting.com. I'm your host, Ben Vizanot, and I'll see you next time on the Next Level Leadership Small Business Owner Show.